0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Spin Class. We're talking politics. Your host, Michael Fragan and Bruce Backman here on the Nachum Segal Network, nachumsegal.com. And uh, we are back after a couple weeks of uh, vacay, hiatus, little trip to Israel for me. Um, big uh, big news. Just uh, congratulations to my son and daughter-in-law in Israel, uh, Yechiel Fregan, with a bringing uh, us our first grandchild, which is uh, very, very exciting. So I will say that here on the air, and I want to say that it's really been uh, an exciting time. Uh, It's also an exciting time in politics, Bruce. And uh, we are in the midst, or maybe perhaps at the end, or perhaps in the beginning, or perhaps in the middle of the impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump, uh, which has proved uh, positively boring on TV, although has been somewhat scintillating with some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. So we'll talk about impeachment this week. We're also going to talk about the peace plan, and yes. the peace plan is out, and uh, it's a doozy. Uh, I have to say, it's uh, it's it's quite it's remarkable. It's remarkable that it came out now when Israel is going to vote on March the second, uh, which is and was presented to both in a ceremony to Bibi Netanyahu, who was. Indicted this week. And to Benny Gantz, the, uh, the other, the leader of Israel's largest party, which is itself uh, interesting. The polling right now in Israel is kind of static, the same, so we'll lead up to March 2nd. We've had a couple weeks off. Uh, other things going on, I mean, there's just so much. Israel, uh, New York starts this year with this bail reform, which has been an utter, total disaster. Uh, basically, letting criminals run rampant. They get they arrested and they leave uh, jail or shortly afterward because judges have no discretion to remand them. And uh, well, there's just a there's just a ton going on. but I want to start off with something, Bruce, that just mm-hmm. bothers me and continues to bother me, and it's just astounding. The congresswoman, from the Metropolitan Detroit, from Detroit, Rashida Talib retweeted a blood libel against the Jews uh, in last week. And whereas even Hanan Ashrawi, who was the retweet retweetee, I think that's a word, mm-hmm. uh, apologized because she got bad information that a young uh, Arab boy was apparently found dead. And there was this rumors going around that Jews had killed him. Uh, so Han apologized for getting bad information. Rashida Talib, who took her tweet down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: didn't even have the decency to apologize for repeating, essentially, a blood libel against the Jewish people in Israel. And I know that people on the left, they get all crazy when anti-Semitism and Trump is this, this. This is so classic. This is so... Heinous yeah. on her part. A member I mean, of Congress is so totally irresponsible to retweet something like this and doesn't have the decency to even backtrack even a second. What have we are come you to? Surprised? I am surprised.
1: I'm not. I am sadly not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm Look sadly surprised. I think I think when somebody there's reality you to, and there's an old saying my wife always tells you when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. She and her friends have showed us who they are many, many times. I wouldn't be surprised if she would do it again. I mean, why, why are blood you surprised? Libel. Blood, libel. blood libel. Oh, come on. You think it's the first one for her? You I... saw the tweet she used to have before she ran for office? You saw the things she said over the years? I mean, if somebody started to really take information and really do real research on her, and she was in a competitive district, you find out that you know she, she's, she, she probably was crying the day Osama bin Laden was killed. I mean, she is a very complex person getting elected in a district where her views... I'm, I'm more nervous that there's a district in this country that would vote for her. I remember there was that guy in Chicago, um, a Democrat who ran against a Republican. I forget his name. He's a conservative Democrat in the suburbs. Um, maybe you'll know who I'm talking about. And he was running against a, by a person who was, I think, a member of the Klan. And even though the Democrat won seventy five twenty five. This this quasi-clan. Oh, is, still, it, is it he's Nazi? Still, yeah, he still, yeah. still got he still got twenty five yeah. percent of the vote. Twenty five percent of people voted for him. You know, if you want to know what the upsetting thing about Rashida Talib is, will these things mean anything at the ballot box next year when we're in this coming year when she goes up for it? That's the real thing. That's 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 appalling. It's not that she's saying it; it's that people aren't doing anything about it. That it doesn't bother them. That you have a person who says these things. There's certain things. Everybody has feelings in their heart and the, their prejudices and and things, and we try as a community and as a country to overcome them, to try to have some sort of peace and find in, and find unity amongst all people. That said, there are some people who who clearly aren't even interested, and then can't hold themselves back. But she's going to do it again. It's, this isn't the last time. I, I utterly shocking, and the
0: silence from, of course, our Democrats. The left is always silent. Where's the silence from
1: Bernie Sanders? It's
0: it's quite the un- born again Jew. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's quite unbelievable. Okay, so. We, uh,
1: but I want to see if there's going to be an impact for her when she goes up for re-election. I,
0: well, I can't say. I mean, I, I Cynthia
1: ha- McKinney down in Atlanta years ago. I remember she was that one. Used to say a ton of stuff. Her and her father. That's right. And she, it took a long time until they were able to move her out. It did. But eventually, they moved her out. It but did. people still voted for her till the end. She still had supporters. So
0: let's talk about impeachment. Let's talk about the trial, which was, uh, I guess become became more interesting with the release or not the release the pre-release the pre-buzz of the John Bolton upcoming John Bolton book that essentially now has tied at least according to John Bolton has tied the president to the John quip,
1: Bolton hasn't said anything to probably. the quid
0: pro quo I'm talking about the manuscript that was there and the reporting about it nobody's denying actually that it's in there and the copies have been available I guess at the White House now since late December. So they've had it for about a month. And for whatever reason the NSC didn't inform Trump's lawyers that this this testimony existed. But now the question, I mean we've kind of evolved on the issue, and I think we both agree that impeachment or removal from office is is just not the right thing here. But the ever-evolving story from the perfect conversation to, well, maybe the conversation wasn't so perfect, but there was no quid pro quo to there was a quid pro quo. Uh, But, in fact, the president wasn't in on the quid pro quo. And now, as Alan Dershowitz said yesterday in a, I thought it was quite a remarkable legal theory, that the quid pro quo itself must be a crime or must lead to a crime or must be part of a crime or in the commission of a crime in order to be illegal. Uh, It was kind of a circular reasoning where it can only be illegal if it's already... Why is it circular? Because... It can only be illegal if it's already illegal.
1: Presidents have discretion on how money gets spent. No. Nope. Well, do actually, you? no,
0: no. They actually don't. That's they not, do.
1: No, no. Not once the money is. The president's is, allowed to put holds on things. Not the one, Obama put holds on the money.
0: Not, well, that, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not the. It's not true. He did. Well, it's not. It's not true that they have discretion to to, to a not cons- a president to has not spend the money as authorized by by Congress. That's
1: actually not true. But that's not. Have, but that's A not, president that's doesn't not have discretion true. in foreign policy on how and what to do in certain regards. I don't know about that's, that. Do you know a different constitution than me? Yeah, that's
0: actually pretty been pretty clear from this. Pretty clear from who? It's actually very clear. It's actually there's
1: not even a debate debated by that's either it. side. It's not a question of debating; it's a separate issue. But no, the president does have discretion.
0: Con- no, because Congress makes the law, and the executive branch carries it out. And there but was foreign there was policy. A, is the is, this, is there the was express a, responsibility no, of the mo- president? No, incorrect. The sp- the spending of money which is what this was, is the prerogative. So how is is Obama able to is hold back money? Is the prerogative. How
1: did Obama hold back money? See, the, here we go. I'm that, asking a question. Here, here, you made a statement. Here, I'm asking here, you how. Here was we, it okay for him and okay, it's not so, okay for him? So let me, Assuming so. so I'm let, not even saying it happened. So let,
0: me, so let me explain. Of I'm not getting into the whataboutism here. It's of, not a whataboutism. Sure it I'm is, asking a question. Sure it is. Okay, Let me let me just say for a second, as if somehow I'm here to defend Obama, and I'm not. Okay the question here is of, is essentially one of Congress authorizes money for a certain purpose in the law they build in an authorization from the executive branch which they had from the defense department that the money should be spent in a certain manner okay does the executive branch then have a right on top of that to hold back that okay yes. according to according to according to who number one according to the GAO number according to which is an independent bipartisan or non-partisan agency, okay, they say absolutely. Number two, okay, even according to the OMB's own memos, the emails that
1: exist from the executive branch itself, Bruce. Constitutionally, the president is still the only person n- who's elected. Not... what They're all elected. The, the, the defense department, the head of the defense department was elected. The bureaucrats defense department were elected. It's not... So you're... I, I think you're conflating different things. Okay? I'm not conflating anything. Oh well, either either
0: way, either way is it's not as if Republicans and Democrats are debating this point. No, they're not. But maybe they should be. Well, that's totally different. Okay, I'm. Let we'll put it this way. I'm willing to accept that that's your opinion, but that I don't know that anybody else shares it.
1: Everybody has different opinions. I That's fine, but uh, but opinions.
0: nobody sh- but it's not as if anybody's sharing it. This has not been I'm asking
1: a question. I'm tired of this whole thing. We both I'm are. I'm tired of it, but I'm tired of it for different reasons. We both are. I'm tired of it because it's not sincere. It's not based on authenticity of facts and concern for the country, and I'm tired of it because it doesn't mean anything. And I'm tired of it to see Democrats upset that the president held back money for defense spending for another country. Because that's bullshit from them. Excuse my language. You're gonna have to. Uh, that. You
0: actually can't say that. So what's uh,
1: so? You're gonna. Yeah, that, to- that's fine. I'm. Ha- I appreciate the fact that you're tired
0: of it. And but this is the government that we have. And if you wanna, if you wanna, f- if you wanna go down a rabbit hole, I'm not going there. I'm not
1: going down I'm a not, rabbit hole. I'm not going there. I'm defending I'm the president. Right, but to he, make decisions in his president, administration.
0: President, like everybody else, has to follow the law, and you can do it according to the. No one's but, ever said he's done anything illegal. But that having said, that having said that, okay, having said that, this is a very. He's held in contempt of Congress. This is a very by this standard. Every president, of the United
1: States, would have to be impeached. This
0: is a very. It's. I don't believe that at all. But that there
1: that, that one of the charges contempt of Congress. That's not one of the charges. It is now. It's obstruction. Okay. Oh, obstruction is, of Congress. My, okay. I'm sorry. So, obstruction of Congress. What is obstruction of Congress? Okay. You you need me to explain it to you? No, I want to tell or you it, how you, that's an impeachable offense. Or you want? I, mean, I want you to defend it. I, I. Why would I defend it? Because I don't, you seem to be soft on it.
0: Number one, uh, not true at all. I don't even know where uh, what I'm saying here. And I've said this over and over, and I'll keep saying it again. The better course in this entire thing would be to say this is the subject for an oversight hearing. This is not an impeachment matter. This is doesn't matter if you want to go ahead and you think things were done and you think Rudy Giuliani is off doing his own thing on his own behalf on behalf of his own clients and all that and bad 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 I have that a question. all might that all might be bad, okay? But this does not rise to the level of impeachment. And I think that that is the true and it continues to adamant. be true and the even and is even is adamant Bruce, that he
1: has never told John Bolton what John Bolton is saying. Most of what John Bolton, according to manuscripts manuscripts, seems to be surmising and assumptions. Now, that's not, not I mean, not according to... Not to according, what? Not according not to... Not according to the president. Nobody's denying it. The president's denying he, he's it. He's the only person who's denying it. The president's not allowed to deny it. Maybe it's okay. not true. It's very
0: possible it's not true. That's, well, if anything, you're making the case that he should be called as a witness. I don't
1: think he should be called as a witness. I don't care if he's called as a witness or he's not called as a witness. Uh, well... Whether or not you do care, then I mean I'll tell you why. So so let's let's just let's just the let's, truth of the matter. Let's, is, let's just accept. I'm a, sounding off today, but let me. Be you're very, you're, way,
0: you're you're actually way off not to be whatsoever. Because off. no, because I don't even understand why. Let me put it. Let me ask you a question. Why will you make if you if there are if there are very uh, I think I very think appropriate testify, arguments honest. to make? Okay to de- to defend. It, and to argue against impeachment and removal here, okay, to argue against removal from office, to argue against conviction. And I find it interesting, okay, not just you, but many others have to feel, and you look all over the place, going down these rabbit holes of of issues that just don't, don't that only will get us to a circus. I mean, even if John... I Bo- want even, the circus. Even, well, okay, well... I don't think most most U.S. senators on the Republican I side do. want the circus. I'm fine with the circus. Okay. I'm ready to take my well, chances on it. I think Mitch McConnell has actually played this wonderfully. He I has think, played it wonderfully, think, but you know why I want circus? I avoided the circus. I'm going to tell you something. Circus good. is not good for the president. Not necessarily. I I don't see I don't see any positive in John Bolton a testifying. Circus? and then a we circus? end up and then we give me
1: one second. A circus for the president, I'm speaking on my behalf. A circus for the president would serve to help him in some regards. Because a circus means that Joe Biden has to testify and Hunter Biden has to testify and a lot of other people have to testify. And then you're going to have a very interesting conversation leading up to the Iowa caucuses about all of these people. Why do you put want- it all out there? I don't actually think the president has anything to hide. Why do you want Well, that I mean The I- President is who- denied adamantly I th- I think, transcripts have never shown it everything's based on secondary conversations and there's two sides to every story and there's assumptions and statements Gordon Sondland started off when he spoke oh yeah there was a quid pro quo did the president ever tell you no what what do you mean no there wasn't and all of a sudden you're like scratching your head and then John Bolton's going to get up there and he's going to get asked some questions and he's going to have to start having recollections and I'm confident I'm confident I'm putting money on it that John Bolton's going to testify and you're going to be very surprised with the answer it's not going to be so clear I context. don't think he, it's not going to be so I angry. don't
0: think he will testify
1: why not because I don't think we're going to get there I, but don't I
0: would love then I would love to have Hunter Biden testify who? for what how, how does that be- how does that benefit
1: who anyone how does that benefit because anyone? Because the circus shows a circus, and then the whole thing is delegitimized as nonsense. Once you really show it as the as the circus it is, people will have to watch it on TV. When you talk about Joe Biden and his illegitimate children and all the money he made, even though he knows nothing about it, illegitimate children. We have. What do you know? He has an illegitimate child now. He had to go pay off some woman in Arkansas or something. Oh, see. About his lifestyle, they're <laughs> defending him. Joe Biden goes on TV and says how amazing his son is, and what kind of special human being he is, and how wonderful his character is. I mean, he's, he's 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 an embarrassment. Okay, put him out there, have him talk about it. Maybe he had to go take all these shady jobs because he was trying to pay people off for his private life. Why? And maybe the president would, maybe Joe Biden was covering for him because he didn't know what to do with him. See, it's interesting. he was like Fredo. See, I find this interesting because I like the if circus. I, if I
0: look at it this way, and I'm. He's the president sitting, thrives and in I'm, circuses, and I'm sitting here as a Republican, and I'm thinking, well, he thrives, but nobody else does. Okay, I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty clear is that the other people on his ticket tend to. Um, I know, don't
1: think this goes away when he they gets don't have. Quit it.
0: They don't have the same. I don't they think, don't think have this the, goes they away. They don't have the same. Politi- a circus makes it go. They don't right. have the same political benefit. But I do think. I do think it's interesting here is that the Republicans, the better course of action from Senate Republicans right now is to say because. You know, you got to get the 47 Democratic votes, you think. I mean, I believe that the, the Democrats will all hold together, 47, and you need four Republicans, okay? It looks like you have three right now, although I think you definitely have two, and who is the fourth going to be, okay? And I think the strong argument to the Republican side that Mitch McConnell has made to his conference and many on the conference have seen – we saw Cory Gardner yesterday, and we saw Martha McSally yesterday – say that they are not going for witnesses. Why? Because they've heard enough. And even if whatever comes along, based on the charges that we have been presented with, based on the evidence we've been presented with, we would vote not to remove the president from office because even if whatever he did might have been bad and might not have been something we would have wanted, it's not impeachable. Okay, that's the best case argument. And you could go with the Alan Dershowitz argument that even the quid pro quo, even if you have all that, it still doesn't rise to level impeachment because there's no crime. But for, what, for some reason, you, you want to, might want to take the risk of going down the rabbit hole of saying and going into the unknown, going over the abyss and saying, let's call witnesses, let's get the everything president out there. Let's, only thrives in circles. Let's do this for two... This
1: president needs to Let's do circuses. this for
0: two or three months or something of testimony and it would be rather unpredictable. I don't know why you'd be able to predict what what the end game would
1: be it's not about an end game it's about this president does very very well when things are crazy well that he true. always thrives in craziness he's that's the true. only one who knows to keep his head above water he's masterful at it he has the least to lose if there's witnesses because he's not going to get impeached anyways they don't have 67 he's not going to be he's not going to get he's not going to be convicted he's going to be acquitted either way there's not enough votes to get to 67 this isn't happening right he's going to thrive so then why would you bother Go why if you know that because dem- be- because Adam Schiff and company have wasted three years of the time attacking so you want to this president, them? For- I don't want to punish them. I want them to. Be- I want everybody to see what them with their without their clothes on. there's not. I I have no idea what that will accomplish. But let me ask you. What do you mean what it would let accomplish? Me, let me ask you why what- it, this isn't it doesn't end. It doesn't. The second the president it, gets this, it, is going to be something. It else. doesn't benefit plus the side note, it doesn't benefit plus, republicans side is, in it congress it makes a big mess in the democratic primary for president and it's likely to put a bernie sanders or somebody up there or perhaps somebody even stranger I, it's going to make the thing very drawn out and it's going to lead to a broker convention it does the president really has nothing to lose in it I, bolton's going to speak I, he's going to say stuff i think they're going to ask the questions he's not going to remember everything and it's going to be over i i think he's got i think he got a lot to lose i
0: mean but john bolton is a very credible person. i think he i think the president I, I, has more to
1: lose now isn't
0: it isn't it? We- you think this goes it, away when it, he gets acquitted? Isn't it weird that? Wouldn't you say it's odd how the president was attacking John Bolton on, on Twitter and basically saying he was totally unqualified, it was a total mess. No, beg me not to hire him, but I hired him anyway. It just seems like, aren't you better off just acknowledging that, that you guys ended off quickly? Okay, president. Okay, so let have me ask you him. question number two then. Okay, you don't so attack they, somebody they, on the way out. They, they've had this manuscript sitting there, and. For for whatever reason, they it was very clear because the question was asked. The White House lawyers, at the impeachment, the impeachment lawyers said we were not aware of it. I just because we were not aware that anybody made the allegation. The president knew firsthand about the whole withholding of aid, whether or not it's good, bad, whatever. We don't have to get into that. It just, I, I'm speechless sometimes with some of these things. Okay, The manuscript is sitting there. Whether or not you believe it, whether or not you believe John Bolton, whether or not you think that he's a truth teller or a backstabber or a swamp creature as Rudy Giuliani said, whether or not you think all those things, they should at least be sharing the information. They're sitting there with the information. They're sending their lawyers out there to make accusations and to say things that are essentially false. Why? Why are you doing that?
1: I'm not sure it's false. I'm not sure everybody knows the answer. Well, that no, idea. it's definitely false. I think there's a lot of conjecture on the part of a lot of people. No, no, wait. What I'm saying here is... That they didn't know that there was a... Bu- I don't know the in- inner workings of how these things get approved or don't I, get approved. Just, it's surprising. It's surprising, I that, don't know it's the surprising the that it's sitting there... I'm he, being honest. I don't, I don't know no, I understand.
0: It's surprising. It's sitting there for a month and... For, for whatever reason, I'm not. I'm not, sh- not telling, I'm not sure
1: that there's not a wall that protects the person who wants the rights and it has to get cleared. I'm not sure that there's protections between certain branches. Even don't having don't a everything. discussion,
0: say, by the way, I mean, don't let
1: don't let Bolton testify. He's got things to say. Okay. And whether or not you believe Everybody him... Everybody knew that Bolton had things to say. He left no. the White House not on the best of terms. There wasn't any way he was I going don't... to go up there and say how great he was. Yeah, but the timing was a little bit, of course... It, John it's... Bolton is somebody I've always respected for a, many, me many too. years. Until he went to the White House and then I thought he was a scumbag. All right. And the well... main reason I thought he was a bad guy... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm using bad words today. It'll throw me uh... off. No, I, I don't like people... You might who have to just... start bleeping this show. we will have to. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like a person who serves and then... Listen, I worked in politics... Many years ago, and I worked at Fox News for 13 years for Roger Ailes, and I knew I know a lot of interesting things that people want to know, and I never told anybody anything. And I'm from the old school that you keep your mouth shut and you don't go and embarrass your bosses and people you work for, even when you have disagreements. It's part of the business. It's a certain level of discretion that's required if you're going to work in it. And it's not like I know scandals or secrets, but I know things. I know things I could have emailed to newspapers and they would have been fascinated to talk to me and find the inner workings of what was going on at Fox News in the last days. But I never got on television to talk about it and I never emailed anybody about it and I never dropped anything to try to get fame and make money off of it because I'm from a different school of thought and that's the way I was trained, that if you want to be and work in levels of power and influence, you have to have a certain level of discretion and you have to be willing to keep your mouth shut and not spill the beans all the time to make 10 bucks. So yeah, John Bolton writing a book while the president's still in office, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. It's a free country. But to say that I haven't lost a lot of respect for him and a lot of other people who are friends of him have would be very a minor understatement. He wants to write a book, wait a few years, but he can't make so much money. Maybe John Bolton has no money. Maybe this is his time to cash in. Maybe no one wants to put him on a corporate board. I don't know. But you know what? I find it a little bit self-serving, and I find that he had to put some things in there if you know the way these things worked. When I worked at Fox, I was in touch with HarperCollins many times, and one of the basic things they would say is, if we're going to take a book from you, we're going to give you an advance. We need to have some juicy pizza of meat. We have to have some juicy pieces of meat to put in. So you give them some sexy, excuse my language, stuff to drop all over in there so people are going to be attracted to the book and they're going to pick it up and they're going to buy it. It's not about truth. It's about making money, about John Bolton getting paid and putting away bills. Probably has debts from family obligations over the years like most people in public life. It's disgusting. All right. So let's that's move. my that's my that's my monologue on okay, this. Okay, now we talk, apply, now we talked about now we talked you,
0: about John Bolton. We, we don't have that much time. But I have for, a question. We got to talk about the Israel. I will, peace but we got to talk. Am the, I
1: wrong? We got to talk about the. Peace Am I plan. wrong about Bolton? We got to talk
0: about the peace plan. We're going to talk about the peace plan for a second. Okay, so the plan is finally there, and it's it's interesting. Um, it's you support I, it. I think it's interesting from a number of fronts. Um, it's amazing how much the Israeli right is supporting it, uh, given that for the first time. It actually talks about a Palestinian state, which they all reject, and that this is going to be uh, there. Um, I'm not sure. I will tell you this. I mean, I, I by and large do support it. I by and large think it is what a reflection of what actually is and what's actually realistic. There are two things that I find incredibly unworkable within, within it. Um, number totally. one is they're taking... Tunnel's a little unworkable. Well, they, that's the logistically interesting. I mean, it's um, unworkable. Okay. Well, that's the two things that I find unworkable, is, number one, is it doesn't really address Hamas. Okay? So it doesn't address the fact that the Gaza Strip is controlled by another entity who's not at the table. Of course, the PA is not at the table either. But let's put that away. So it doesn't really address of what you're going to do about about that. And number two is it takes the Israeli Arabs in the triangle, what's known as the triangle just north of the northwest of the of the Shomron area and al Fam and all the all this, those places, and it transfers them to the Palestinian Authority, which I find to be remarkable in a sense of you have Israeli citizens, you're essentially going to strip them of Israeli citizenship. And put them in another country. I th- uh, well, I don't think that. I think they're going to be given an option if they want to stay yeah. or they want to go. I,
1: I don't think. I don't think
0: that's well, the plan. like move, but they're taking that land. They're swapping land. I mean, and the Palestinians
1: out- say the whole place is theirs. So I don't disagree with that. So let just, them have it.
0: I'm just saying from an Israeli perspective. So I see that that is. So I've, we, we actually. So I. I wonder, however, how Israeli. This happened in India impl- and
1: Pakistan. I, Absolutely. And, and I'm not saying it was and good it makes, or bad. But it makes it had to, th- and in many ways it makes sense. But not everybody had to go. And, and a lot it, of people chose to stay. And, not every Muslim went to Pakistan. And in many ways
0: it makes sense. However, I just wonder how what the ramifications might be for even this March second election, in which we saw between election one and election two a huge rise in Arab turnout on that. And because of because many of the Israeli Arabs were um, were angry with, with things that Bibi had said, that, that was attributed to. And now you might see a rise. I'm not sure exactly who they would vote for. Maybe they vote for Arab parties. Maybe they maybe they come out and vote for others to reject this plan, some of whom might not want to be transferred to a Palestinian, future Palestinian state. They might want to stay as Israelis. Those were two things that struck me. Otherwise, uh, it's unbelievable. It's kind of like Israeli wish list here. We keep everything. Uh, we keep Yerushalayim. And we... Create a autonomous Palestinian state, kind of as envisioned not by Oslo, although to a certain degree, but even uh, envisioned by the Camp David Accords. And Israel gets the security that needs. And hopefully that's something that can be a workable solution. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: My thoughts? My thoughts are is that the plan is a way to change the conversation and move the argument to one that favors Israelis more in the uh, public sphere and private sphere. And I don't think the plan is ever going to see the light of day. But I think it's well, see
0: the light of day. You mean it don't, won't be
1: implemented? No, yeah. Well, that's what I meant by saying that. I said it's never going to happen. The Palestinians are never going to agree to it. They're, it's not in their interest to agree to it. Um, it's 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 better than what's out there before. But I think most Israelis on the right quietly know that this has never has a chance to ever actually happen. So they appreciate that you have a US administration that's more favorable to the Israeli concerns and needs in the region and then they like that they're moving the argument a little bit more in the direction. But I'd like to highlight one of the most important things of the event which people aren't talking about and was a small byline at the end of the article. At the at the release at the over the course of the the festivities surrounding this, ambassadors and support was heard from Oman, Bahrain. Well, the fact that
0: they showed up. Correct.
1: Oman but they also public statements. Yeah. Oman, Bahrain, the Emiratis, the Saudis, and the Egyptians. Right. And but not the Jordanians. Not the Jordanians, but the Jordanians have a reason why they can't. Yeah. And I... the reason they can't is because the majority of people who live in Jordan are Palestinian and it's and the king and has to deal with a complex internal situation and if he were to come out favoring the plan it's very possible he would face a coup, much like he did in the in the early 70s. So he has to walk a very fine line. But quietly, privately, he may not be so opposed to it. Publicly, he can't take a public statement. But the fact that you have the Egyptians and the Emiratis and the Saudis all together on this particular issue is probably the greatest success of the Trump administration and to a certain degree... Kind to of rearrange
0: the order in the Middle East in a way. And I, I think the diversion of the... I mean, it's,
1: un, it's an unreal achievement. I, I, absolutely. Unreal. I
0: think... A, 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 and the difference, and you have kind of this axis. The Israelis now. are participating Iran, in the
1: expo in, 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 in right, the summer. You have the, Iran, Turkey,
0: UAE. and the Palestinians, and whoever it is on one side of mm. And then you have kind of what we call, I guess we call moderate Arab states on the other they're side. They're not very moderate, but well, right, But for whatever pro Western. Uh, have and really Trump Those are all and the, the Trump administration be... has has definitely upended the order um, uh, to a great degree on this and it's really and it's, that's probably and we'll the s- greatest, greatest
1: guarantee to Israeli security I, in the, in more than a generation
0: I totally agree with you I think it's a great point we're going to end off on that uh, here and uh, here on the Malcolm Siegel Network uh, thank you for joining us stay tuned for Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs